Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Likely highs near 50. Right now in Chantilly, we're at 29 degrees. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, we have breaking news. Elon Musk says he's going to step down as Twitter CEO as soon as he finds a replacement. As war with Russia continues to rage at home, the president of Ukraine expected to visit D.C. tomorrow. A regional struggle over where a new FBI headquarters will be located escalates in Congress. On Capitol Hill, I'm Mitchell Miller. And Donald Trump's tax returns, some of them to be released soon. It's 9 o'clock here on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. An announcement from Elon Musk involving a change in his role at Twitter. CBS's Stacey Lynn with the latest. Elon Musk polled the Twitterverse asking if he should step down as CEO. The majority of people who voted said yes. Musk said he would abide by the results and he has now confirmed it on Twitter, tweeting, I will resign as CEO as soon as I find someone foolish enough to take the job. After that, I'll just run the software and server teams. There are a lot of people, though, not buying it responding don't believe everything you read on twitter stacy lynn cbs news the democrat controlled house ways and means committees votes to publicly release a report on former president trump's tax returns loyola law school professor Lori levinson the committee believed that transparency was important that the public see trump's tax returns after all these years when he promised that they would be available and yet never did make them available In Northern California, at least two people have died and a dozen others injured after a powerful magnitude 6.4 earthquake struck early this morning near the rural town of Ferndale. Seismologist Angie Lux. We have no way of telling whether this is a foreshock to a larger earthquake. We don't know, but this is a great reminder. CBS's Manuel Bajorquez is in Humboldt County, California. If you live in this part of California, really anywhere in California, uh, you are to expect these types of events. Ironically, a 6.2 magnitude earthquake happened in the same area exactly one year ago. So yes, these people uh, here are used to it, but even driving by, uh, one woman told us this was the scariest one, the jolt that she encountered. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is apparently planning his first trip to the U.S. since the start of the war in his country. CBS's Scott McFarland reports. Multiple sources tell CBS News plans are underway to bring Zelensky to Washington for a speech to Congress Wednesday night. It's happening just as lawmakers are set to vote on a year-end spending bill that includes $45 billion in emergency aid to Ukraine. Tensions are high at the U.S.-Mexico border amid uncertainty over the future of restrictions on asylum seekers. The Biden administration has asked the Supreme Court to lift the limits, but not until after Christmas. It comes a day after Chief Justice John Roberts issued a temporary order to keep the pandemic-era limits on migrants in place. CBS's Omar Villafranca. Thousands of migrants have crossed this area in the last few days. Despite the uncertainty of ending Title 42, the city is putting plans in motion to house as many as 10,000 migrants, even considering opening their convention center and schools not currently in use. This is CBS News. This fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed for recent Omicron variants. Learn more and schedule your updated boosters at vaccines.gov. It's 9.03 on Tuesday evening, December 20th, 2022. We're at 34, down to the 20s to around 30 tonight. 
and good evening. I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. A tug of war between Maryland and Virginia is intensifying over which state will become the new home of the FBI's headquarters. Details now from Capitol Hill and WTOP's Mitchell Miller. The battle between the two states threatened to hold up the massive spending bill that Congress must pass this week to avert a government shutdown. Maryland lawmakers sought to include language that would boost the state's chances of getting the new FBI headquarters moved from D.C. to Landover or Greenbelt instead of Springfield. But Virginia lawmakers pushed back. Ultimately, they agreed to language that effectively delays a decision. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on the overall legislation. We've taken another step, a major step towards reaching the goal line. Virginia Senators Tim Kaine and Mark Warner have issued a statement saying they're relieved it appears a shutdown will be avoided and reiterating they believe Northern Virginia is the best location for the FBI. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News. Many people who ride Metrobus in D.C. don't make a lot of money. Now the city is a big step closer to picking up their bus fares and letting everyone ride for free. WTOP's John Doman reports. The D.C. Council unanimously passed a bill that would make Metrobus free for anyone who hops on the bus in the district. Council Chair Phil Mendelson has argued that in most cases, anyone riding a bus in D.C. is a low to moderate income D.C. resident. The bill also keeps Metrobus's busiest routes running 24-7. If it's signed by the mayor, it could take effect as soon as July 1st. Free transit sounds great. The mayor's staff pointed to those comments from earlier this month when asked if the mayor would support it now that it if you ask me about free bus, I think, you know, if we're going to be paying, Maryland and Virginia need to be paying. However, if the mayor were to veto this, the votes are there to override it. John Dome in WTOP News. Metro wants to help you have an easier time getting from here to there over the holidays. For two days starting on Christmas, Metro trains and buses will operate on a Sunday schedule. That means Metro Rail will run from 7 a.m. until midnight. As for when you can expect trains specifically, green line trains will run every eight minutes, red line trains every 10, and blue, orange, and silver lines will show up every 15 minutes. On Sunday, it's a regular $2 fare. Monday, it's off-peak prices all day. It was a case of two firefighters being in the right place at the right time, and the place was Route 50 yesterday afternoon in Anne Arundel County. The result, the life of a driver involved in a fiery crash was saved. The two Prince George's County firefighters were driving a person to the hospital in an ambulance when they saw the crash. They immediately stopped, made contact with the police officer. Police officer advised them that there was a victim trapped inside the vehicle. Hey, someone hit it! Then Alan Doubleday with Prince George's County Fire and EMS says the Anne Arundel County police officer and the firefighters, Jared Badger and Mitchell Owen, with minimal tools got to work. The officer smashing the window with a baton and the firefighters clearing the glass with their bare hands. And together, all three of them pulled that victim out of that burning vehicle and within a matter of seconds after the uh, patient was extricated from the vehicle, that vehicle is fully involved. Doubleday says the humble heroes will most certainly be up for valor awards for their actions. In Forestville, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. And coming up after traffic and weather, will the immigration rule that's allowed asylum seekers at the U.S.-Mexico border to be quickly turned away be allowed to expire? We'll talk about the latest developments on that with Politico's White House correspondent, Maya Ward. It's 907. Hi, this is John. John, I need some advice. Sure, Mary. I remember last year you hired temporary staff for your open positions, right? We did. I need help with account reconciliation, payroll, and financial reporting right now. Well, we met with Cordia Resources and hired a temporary staff really fast. In fact, we liked them so much we made our temps permanent. Oh, and Cordia specializes in accounting, finance, HR, and IT. That's perfect. I will reach out today. Thanks, John. Cordia, C-O-R-D-I-A, resources.com. Look out, world. We're getting strong.
Learn more at Cheek and Stem. A message brought to you by the Ad Council. 908. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Ian Crawford in the traffic center. We start in Virginia, Michelle, on 29, both directions north of Sudley Road through the National Battlefield. The crash activity, Prince William County Police say now that is clear, and that was an investigation as well, and now travelings have been reopened. Both directions on 29, north of Sudley Road. Caller finds the beginnings of our first work zone of the night, 66 eastbound. They're getting ready to throw down the barrels and cones after 28 Centerville. And I think this may carry you to the Fairfax County Parkway, and it should be a left lane to get by once all the chess pieces are in place on the board and they get to working. That is the first one. Expecting more, obviously, overnight, especially keeping an eye on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway, where they've been working furiously from the George Washington Memorial Parkway heading toward the Dulles Toll Road. Right now, it's clean, but we are expecting the coast to come down about any time. On the Maryland side, 95 and the BW Parkway is Beltway to Beltway issue free. The Beltway through Montgomery and Prince George's counties also without issue or delay. 270 runs quietly. No signs of any work up by Route 85, Buckytown Pike just yet. 50 across the Bay Bridge. All travel lanes available and passable across the Bay Bridge without delay. For over 35 years in the DMV, Greenberg and Betterman has helped tens of thousands of clients who've been hurt in auto accidents or victims of medical malpractice. Visit GBLawyers.com and feel better. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Amelia Draper. Another cold winter night across the region with lows in the 20s to around 30. Highs tomorrow in the 40s. For Thursday and Friday, we warm to near 50 with rain at times and the chance for a little bit of ice and snow early Thursday morning as this storm system moves in north and west of the metro area. As the storm exits on Friday, we could see a little bit of snow mixing in, but not much in the way of accumulation here in the metro. Maybe some minor accumulation west of Washington and then frigid for the holiday weekend. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 34 in College Park, 27 in Fairfax, 34 on the National Mall. Lows tonight in the 20s to around 30. The weather brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 910. New tonight, the fate of a pandemic-era policy meant to deter migrants is now in the hands of the U.S. Supreme Court. The Biden administration had just asked the court to end Title 42. That goes against a request by Republican-led states to keep it going. Politico White House correspondent Maya Ward joined our Sean and Hillary earlier to talk about where things stand now. The Department of Justice opposed a longer term stay. They're disagreeing with the states. But what's interesting here, um, and we're actually working on a breaking piece about this now, is they're saying that they can no longer wind down Title 42 by tomorrow, even, you know, if the Supreme Court does allow the lower court's ruling to take effect. So they're now basically asking for additional time by the end of day to keep the policy in place by end of day on December 27th. And then if the court doesn't reach a decision until December 23rd or later, they're asking for two business days to implement new policies at the border. Wow, that is interesting stuff. Now, of course, uh, lifting the restrictions may fuel a spike in migrant arrivals. Border towns are they're, they're panicked about this. So what is the White House saying about that? 
Yeah, I mean, behind the scenes, I think there is a lot of stress. I mean, they are discussing policies to restrict the number of migrants who can apply for asylum. Um, So there's a lot of scrambling right now to try to put other policies in place, but it's definitely looking like it's going to be a mess in the coming weeks and months, just because the system overall is so bogged down from, you know, processing when people come into the asylum processing system. So it's setting things up to be a border crisis. You know, just kind of curious on the Democratic side, where are people on this? Is there a lot of division? I mean, on the Democratic side, the critics are a little bit quieter. You're definitely hearing a lot more Republican pressure. But I mean, there's criticism all around, you know, major concern that especially from Democratic representatives, you know, in these border towns that the administration is not prepared for what's to come this week, just because no one yet has, you know, they've laid out various things that they plan to do, surging resources and things like that. But there's nothing super concrete about what their planning is going to look like and what that backup plan is going to be. So I think there's a lot of stress among members of both parties about how everything is going to play out if Title 42 does lift this week. That is Politico White House correspondent Maya Ward. Coming up on WTOP, we have Rob Woodfork watching the Hoyas and the Wizards tonight. It's 913. Have you been waiting for the perfect time to propose or show them how much their love means to you? The first of a lifetime of holidays surrounded by those you love is just the moment you've been looking for. And at Diamonds Direct, we're here to make that magic happen. Diamonds Direct's got the unbeatable prices you're used to, plus 0% interest financing for three years. You can get the most amazing romantic gift and spread your payments over three years with zero interest. That means an $8,000 diamond pendant or tennis bracelet is just over $220 a month. At Diamonds Direct, we have the best gifts. Rings, bands, earrings, all new one-of-a-kind designer jewelry starting as low as $500. So relax and enjoy the holidays. Get that incredible gift at a price you didn't think was possible and take advantage of three years zero interest financing. Come in today or go online for store hours and directions. And check out our all-new holiday gift guide to make it super easy. Happy holidays from Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. 914. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-777-1979. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-777-1979. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-777-1979. 800-777-1979. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now, Rob Woodfork. All right, the Wizards in their throwback uniforms in Phoenix, taking on the Suns, trying to snap a 10-game losing skid uh, very early on, but the Wizards in front 5-3. to three. No Kristaps Porzingis tonight. 
He is uh, out with a non-COVID illness. And before this game, it was reported the Suns and the Mercury are being sold to Matt Ishbia for a record price of $4 billion. Now, if his name sounds familiar, it should. He was a walk-on at uh, Michigan State. He played for the Spartans' 2000 National Championship team. And here locally, he was among those thought to be in the mix to buy the Commanders, although this doesn't preclude him from doing so. So stay tuned. Down a level, Georgetown, led by as many as seven at second-ranked UConn, but they come up short in stores, 84-73. They lose their 22nd straight conference game. Sixth-ranked Virginia, they are uh, coming up on halftime and not uh, having a good time against the number 22 Miami Hurricanes, trailing uh, 32-26 to as we have under two minutes left to go until the break. The aforementioned commanders have a short turnaround to Saturday in San Francisco, so while Benjamin St. Just has vowed to play in the must-win game, Ron Rivera says... The big thing is he's got to be able to plant drive. And coming off of a high ankle, that's that's probably one of the things that you, know, you really have to see. I do know when he does part of his rehab, one of the things that he has to be able to do is get up on the one foot. And a foot injury brings more problems to Baltimore. Struggling passing attack as Devin Duvernay was placed on injured reserve after suffering a practice injury today. So Sammy Watkins is back in Baltimore for a second stint with the Ravens. The veteran receiver claimed off waivers after being released by the Packers. He was infamously unproductive as a free agent signing by the Ravens last year. Rob Woodwork, WTOP Sports. Thanks, Rob. It's 917. He was literally caught red-handed with a paintbrush in hand as he vandalized the Washington Monument. Now an Indiana man has been sentenced to a year of probation. 44-year-old Sean Deaton must also pay more than $3,000 to the Park Service. Deaton was arrested in September while still holding the paintbrush and with red paint on his clothes and body. He had painted a message that appeared to be a complaint against the federal government. Now the top stories we're following for you this hour. Ukrainian wartime President Volodymyr Zelensky is leaving his country for the first time since the February Russian invasion. Can you guess where he's flying to? The Biden administration formally asks the Supreme Court to end Title 42. That's the pandemic-era border policy that's been keeping many thousands of migrants out of the U.S. We'll look at the timeline coming up. And more leadership changes may be coming to Twitter after users voted Elon Musk out in a Twitter poll. Stay with WTOP with more on these stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the eights and when it breaks, Ian Crawford in the traffic center. Here come the cones in Virginia, Michelle, 66 eastbound after 28 Centerville, probably taking you to the Fairfax County Parkway. Should be a single left lane to get by when all is said and done. Waiting for more work zones to set up in Virginia, but for the moment, you're riding clean with no delays on 395 or on 95. Capital Beltway between McLean and Alexandria also issue-free for the moment. On the on the Maryland side, looking for a new crash westbound Route 50 as you head toward the Capitol Beltway with caution. First responders now looking for a crash in that area. Watch for their flashing lights as well. On the other end, closer to the Bay Bridge, some, some significant delays for this hour of night on a Tuesday, no less, trying to get onto the Bay Bridge westbound. They may have set up a work zone after Oceanic Drive near Sandy Point State Park as you try to get onto the Bay Bridge, but that may be, and it may be a single lane. Once you're on the bridge, though, you are okay with all traveling's available and passable. On 95 and on the BW Parkway, no reported delays. In the district, we had crash activity in northwest Dale Carlia Parkway, both directions between Rockwood Parkway and Massachusetts Avenue. Lanes have been closed for a crash, maybe an investigation. Have not got an update from the scene as to whether those lanes have reopened. Now open, 
Metro Silver Line Extension is connecting you to six new stations, including Dulles Airport. Connect with more. Connect with Metro. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Your forecast from Amelia Draper. Lows tonight in Washington, cooling to around 30, 20s in the suburbs with a few clouds around. Partly sunny tomorrow, highs in the low to mid-40s. Then tracking rain for Thursday and Friday, the chance of a wintry mix as the storm system arrives and exits, but mainly just rain here in the metro. Best chance for ice and snow north and west of the district. High temperatures Thursday and Friday around 50 for Saturday and Sunday. We're only in the 20s and with strong winds, especially on Saturday, wind chills in the single digits and teens. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 34 outside the WTOP studios now. Lows in the 20s to around 30. Weather brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, the arguments continue over how history should be taught in Virginia schools. 921. Here's Sean Frazier, Federal Chief Security Officer at Okta, on the Zero Trust Case Study Discussion, sponsored by Kerasoft. We're all connected up to the public Internet. Every organization is connected to the public Internet. We're all on the same bad network. And, oh, by the way, as Jose points out, we've got to deliver services to citizens. So now we've got to connect to people who are on the big bad Internet, both in the U.S. and abroad, because there are citizens that live outside of the U.S., and we have to provide them comparable access to things. And we need to be able to do that securely and performantly and great user experiences. You know, the government is in the business of data. We're not in the business of technology, really, right? It's right, not a technology problem. It's, it's an access problem. And to the extent that we can focus and spend our money on providing great citizen services, great employee constituency services, that's where the money should be spent. Let CrowdStrike, Okta, Zscaler, Kerasoft, and their reseller partners help you imagine what your agency is capable of. To listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network, search Kerasoft. 922. If you've tried antidepressants and talk therapy but continue to feel depressed, you should know it doesn't have to be that way. Greenbrook TMS NeuroHealth specializes in treating the toughest cases of depression with TMS therapy, the safe and effective FDA-cleared non-drug, non-invasive therapy. If medications and talk therapy haven't fully resolved your symptoms of depression, schedule a free consultation today with Greenbrook TMS NeuroHealth. Visit GreenbrookTMS.com. That's GreenbrookTMS.com. We are here to help. What are you getting Ashley for Christmas? I'm still thinking jewelry, but my list is still long and time's getting short. It's easy. Dominion Jewelers. I thought they only had custom jewelry. They are amazing at custom design, but also have a gorgeous selection of bracelets, earrings, and other unique handcrafted jewelry. The best part is the perfect gift is ready to wrap today. Handcrafted custom design jewelry. Dominion Jewelers. In the heart of Falls Church, we make it beautiful, you make it yours. By appointment only. This is WTOP News. At 923, setting new standards for teaching history in Virginia public schools has opened raw wounds along political and racial lines. Now three education groups are asking the state school board to consider an alternative version of the history and social science standards for K-12 through schools. Benchmarks proposed last month by Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin's administration were heavily criticized for containing historical inaccuracies and shortchanging the contributions and views of minorities. There were even accusations the governor was trying to erase slavery from Virginia history. He denies that. A spokesman for the Department of Education tells the Virginia Mercury staff were neither consulted nor involved in the creation of the group's draft standards. He says the staff continues to prepare the administration's final draft standards for presentation early next year.
Changes could be coming to the Duke Ellington School for the Arts because of a teacher accused of sexually abusing students. D.C. schools may shelve a program that lets working professionals teach at Ellington instead of certified educators. But many parents and students say they worry about the bureaucracy killing the school's innovation and benefits. Here outside D.C. School Chancellor Lewis Fairby's office in Northwest, parents and students like Kyrie Wilson are picketing and voicing their dissatisfaction of the DCPS takeover. Duke is definitely an experience, and for them to try to take away our, our experience is very wrong. He says the field professional teachers offer the best experience. The program is amazing, an extra two hours every day to like professionally master your craft. Doreen Blue is a parent and a VP of the school's PTA. She says the administration wants to turn the art program into a hobby and not fully fund it. It's not a hobby. Stop messing with our school. In a statement, DCPS says they plan to preserve the dual curriculum nature of the school for future generations. In Northeast D.C., Luke Luger, WTOP News. Police in Fairfax County had their hands full on Sunday night tracking down a runaway llama. They sent a helicopter to Fairfax Station to find the animal after it was spotted by a jogger. Pilots used thermal imaging to find it, but the llama was able to elude officers on the ground, much to the amusement of the pilots above. (laughs) Officers on foot tried a couple different methods to catch it. There's a fence right there, so we can get him backed up to that. Hi, bud. Until finally... The llama's putting up a fight, but I think they got him. The officers loaded that llama on a trailer and brought it to the Fairfax County Animal Shelter. That is where it was reunited with its owner. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. Without gains for the first time in five trading days, up 92 points. Amazon stock has lost almost half its value this year, its worst year since the dot-com crash in 2000. New single-family home construction fell to the lowest level since the first months of the pandemic last month. We'd rather pay more for commercial-free streaming. Netflix's ad-supported service debuted last month. It accounted for just 9% of new subscribers. Jeff Clayball, WTOP News. Asian stocks are mixed. The Nikkei right now down just a fraction. And coming up after traffic and weather... The latest on a controversial immigration policy that was put in place by former President Trump in 2020 and has continued under President Biden. It's 926. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website. They turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, intuitive online ordering, and increase in organic search visibility and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to p-